You're listening to the Mastering College to Career podcast, the show for first-generation and minority college students. Each episode will feature topics such as highlights and progress from students who have completed the MC2C mentoring program, networking opportunities, and unique insights and strategies from industry thought leaders. So, if you're looking for your guide to success, you're in the right place. Now, without further ado, let's get into the show. All right, welcome, welcome back to this episode of the Mastering College to Career podcast. And today I have a special guest for you. I have a great friend and she doesn't know this, but I really think she's one of my mentors. I learned from her and she's just very inspirational leader in the Hispanic community. I have Marianne Gomez Orta, and she is the president and CEO of the Congressional Hispanic Leadership Institute or known as Chile. And this is an organization that I've gotten to know a lot in 2020. I was the keynote speaker for a conference, a virtual conference they held last summer. And I've just been a big, big fan of this organization since I learned about them. And so super excited to welcome you to the show. How are you doing today? Yay, doing great. Uh, thank you so much for this invitation. I had so much fun getting to know you and what you're all about. Thank you so much for all the love and the support, um, even through a virtual environment. Because I know this is crazy, man. We've never actually met in person. I know, but it feels like we have. And I can't yeah. wait for all this to go back to normal. My wife and I love D.C. And so to go to D.C. and just meet you for some coffee would be a dream all right. come true. Cafecito in, in D.C. waiting. All right. I <laughs> love it. So I'm very excited about this because when I first learned about the internships that you offer, right, it like blew my mind. And I said, I wish I would have known about this when I was a college student because it just sounds like such an amazing opportunity. So I'm just going to arrive and just, I want you to tell us a little bit more about your organization before we go into the internship. I just got super excited. So um, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's awesome. So, so kind of, you know, scaling it back a little bit to yeah. how the organization started. So for Chile started in 2003 um, because there was a group of members of Congress and corporate executives in Washington, DC that said, you know, we need to have an organization that really is inclusive, is diverse, and really promotes diversity of thought uh, among Hispanics, Latinos. You know, we all don't think the same. We don't all vote the same. We don't just study the same thing. No matter how much other people maybe want to think they were all like one group, we're really not. And so the idea was that let's put together an organization where we have these core principles that are centrist or bipartisan, um, different points of view, different points of view at the leadership table. And the, the whole idea is that everybody comes together to create this pipeline of Hispanic talent um, who will be in Washington, DC, learn. And you know we're not expecting everybody to run for office, but if they want to, we wanna kind of give them a taste of it. We want to give them a taste of what it's like to be a global leader, be a citizen of the, of the world, not just the US. And then, kind of drop some business points of view and perspectives, you know, global competitiveness, uh, being in a business environment, looking at what happens in the Western hemisphere has an impact on us. And it's kind of a way to honor where we all originally came from. So that's kind of the overall, you know, basically how it started. Our vision statement has always been advancing the Hispanic community's diversity of thought. Kind of crazy that now, you know, diversity, inclusion, equity, belongingness, all of that are some hot words and buzzwords. And we've been doing this since 2003. No, I really love that, like the organization, what it stands for, what you are doing 
And it's, it's amazing that you also focus so much on developing the future Hispanic leaders, right? Like, I think that to me is where it really hit home because trying to get more representation in our government and in leadership, I think is extremely important when it comes to the Hispanic community. And so um, I, I was really amazed by how much thought there is into this internship. Like, you know, when, when I was in college, I, when I think of an internship, I really, you know, as bad as it sounds, it, I don't know if I ever told you this story. I think I, I did share it in my speech, but like one of the things was like, I remember going to my mom and telling her, mom, like I got an internship. And she then goes mm -hmm. and tells me, okay, how, what, like, how much do they pay? And I was like, mom, it's a free internship. And my mom says, Daniel, <laughs> uh, trabajando gratis, or why yeah. am I working for free? And yeah. while your friends are being servers and making, you know, two, $300 uh, a week, even more in some cases. Yeah. And I like felt like, I'm like, am I doing this right? Like, should I be doing internships? And like, I don't know if other Hispanics or first generation students uh, can relate to that story. And so I understood the power of internship and I thought that your first internship had to be free and like, but I always knew like there was uh, that you needed to get the experience. But later did I realize when I graduated and I was in the other side of the table, I realized that there's just some amazing internships and some opportunities that you can even dream of doing. And if somebody would have told me like, Hey, Daniel, how does this sound? Right. We take you to Washington, DC, <laughs> you spend uh, five weeks working with a member of Congress. And then you spend another five to seven weeks working with a corporation's public re uh, government relations uh, department. And on top of that, we're, we're going to pay for help you pay for your living expenses. And you're going to create some great connections. You're also going to learn a lot of professional development. And this is all going to take within one semester. Uh, yeah. I would have been like, okay, you can wake me up from this dream now. Right, exactly. Right? Where's, where's the candy camera? What, what's going on? <laughs> right, like, are you, like, am I being punked? Where's Aston Kusher come out? But, and, and so that is what you, what you're essentially, your internship is, right? Right, yeah. So, you know, the, the crazy experience too is that, you know, I interned in college and it was, you know, an internship program and it, I technically kind of got paid, but it wasn't a whole lot. But, you know, to your point, that's, you know, one of the things that I love about this program that we have. Um, and it's one of the things that I wanna let all the listeners know, like, yes, shoot for a paid internship first, shoot for that. Um, there are more and more emphasis now on the importance and the value of making sure that interns get paid. Not to say that a non-paid internship is not gonna give you value and experience and connections and all of that good stuff too. But the reality is that a lot of us Latinos, you know, African-American, you know, white, but it doesn't matter. We all don't have the same opportunity to take an unpaid internship. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, and it's getting harder to, to find good jobs. It's, it's harder to get part-time and everything's been harder. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of pressure on students to like really excel and be at the top of the game and all the debt. Man, you guys have a whole lot of things going on. Yeah. And so, so one of the things is, how can we as a community, as an organization, be there for college students and and shorten their trajectory to success? So, what are some of those barriers of entry? What are some of that stuff that maybe we can just kind of Maybe we can't completely get them out of the way, but how do we make it a little bit easier? And so a couple of things like you mentioned, yeah, we pay, we actually fly you wherever you live, 
in the United States if you're selected for the Global Leaders Internship Program. We fly you to DC. We fly you back after the program. Okay, most everybody wants to fly back home. There's been a few students that are like, can you fly me back? So I go, no, we got to send you back home, um, <laughs> you know? And then um, we um, pay for your housing and the housing is not some, you know, funky apartment where you don't know who's living down the hallway. No, 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 no. We take care of our students, man. So all the students live in the Washington intern student housing and uh, you get to share a room with somebody else from any other part of the world because it's a place for interns. So you have an opportunity right from the beginning to meet somebody else from a different place. Um, we pay for that housing. It's, it's a contract that we do to service the interns. Then on top of that, we give you a monthly stipend. You know, don't spend it all in one place. And if you're over 21, don't spend it all on, you know, just bars and tabs and all of that in DC because there's some good places to do that too. But, you know- DC is famous got, for brunching. You, I did not know, you know that. Now, the other thing too is that in DC, there's a lot of really cool free parties and free reception. So you could literally go to like different events and, you know, take care of dinner every night. Um, but we give you a stipend to help with living expenses. Uh, and then, like you mentioned, Daniel, you spend basically muscle minus two months um, interning with a member of Congress and then two months in a corporate affairs office. Why? Well, there's a lot of other internship programs in town that do one or the other, or they place the students in nonprofits or federal agencies. All good, mind you. So whatever kind of internship experience you want, there's all kinds of opportunities in Washington, D.C. Now, we do it the way we do it because our experience is we want students to learn about public service. You know, most of us come from countries where working for the government isn't always that respectable. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we got to teach, kind of play, you know, kind of go back and unlearn some things. And yeah. so it's good to just go, okay, this is how this government works. These are all the facets with it. And you get to meet a lot of really cool people. Um, you know, we may have 30 something, 50, 60 year olds that are members of Congress, but let's be real. The offices are run by young staff and you're going to get to meet some really fun people. The other part is the business side of it. You know, a lot of us, for example, me in high school, um, you know, I grew up in a farm worker camp in central California. And so I took two typing classes in high school because I thought I was going to be the school secretary. So you know, I type really well now, by the way, but, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't, wasn't exposed because my parents were farm workers. I wasn't exposed to a bunch of business stuff. I only saw business from TV. Yeah. So, you know, now we can give you a business environment in Washington, D.C., working with corporate executives in their government affairs, lobbying shop, communications. You know, some offices have different kind of departments here. So you get a chance to do that. And being in DC, you know, we take you to conferences, we take you to networking events. We actually have members of our board, sponsors, members of Congress who want to meet with interns. And so we'll go to their corporate office or we'll go to a restaurant and we'll take the students with us. And we're like, hey, here's Daniel Botero. You got to meet him. He's got a kick ass story, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And, and that's, that's what we do. And so we do it all with a lot of commitment lots of love we take care of the students we make sure that we're partnering them up with people who are going to be supportive 
And the whole time you're, you're learning things that even if you read about them in class, it's not the same thing as actually right. seeing it's, it in DC. It's, it's to me, it's um, really cool. And at what, what are some of the companies that uh, students and interns have been partnered with in the past? Cool. I think that to me was that's very that, impressive. Yeah, that, that's a good question. So we've placed interns uh, with a variety of members of Congress for start, you know, both sides of the aisle, Republican and Democrat. Mm -hmm. Once you're done with that, the, the big corporate offices that love having interns from Chile um, are UPS, um, Home Depot, uh, McDonald's. Uh, we've also had students at um, 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 Accenture a couple of different tech firms. And then there's some other companies that just for legal reasons can't house an intern for two months, but they have these awesome lunch, lunch and learn sessions. Um, and so we've had BP America, we've had Comcast, Univision, um, Altria Client Services, um, some of the lobbying shops like Becker and Polyakoff, um, Google, uh, Facebook, uh, we've had all, you know, I mean, just Verizon, AT&T, we've had a lot of variety of companies. And so some of the companies, um, what they'll also say is like, you know, Marion, we really want an intern, but we just can't have them here for legal reasons. Um, is it okay if they intern in our lobbying firm or our communications firm? And so we've had some of those really cool opportunities too, because now that student actually gets like an extra little internship. Because yeah. not only are they working on projects through this lobbying firm for, say, Altria Client Services, but they're seeing it from the perspective of a lobbying firm. And so they get to kind of engage in two different ways. Um, and we've done that with Ford Motor Company and their firm, Comunicad, um, and a couple of other ones as well. So it's, it's just, it's a really interesting dynamic. Um, and it's also an opportunity to like really be an employee. Like when you go intern at these offices, they don't treat you like a high school kid or a college student. You're like working. So it's like serious business. I think that that's, that's I mean, I have more questions for you, right? So if a student decides to apply for this internship, um, are they taking a break from classes this semester or are they able to take classes online? Cool, um, good question. So it really depends on the school and the university program that you're in. A um, couple of different things. First off, you can apply for the internship program. Our sweet spot is if you're a, a junior or a senior, or if you just graduated, if you're gonna graduate, say this May, you still qualify for this fall semester. Why? Because of what you just asked, Daniel. Not everybody can take a semester off. Right. You know, there are some, there are some programs where like, we all know, like if you miss that semester, it just screws up your whole four years. Right, you have to you have to wait one year again because it messes yeah. up your prerequisite and everything else. So we get that, and because of that, you still have the opportunity to intern um, in DC right after you graduate. Now, if you're a student and you're an undergrad, a couple of things to consider, and this is to consider whether you're coming to as an internship for Chile or anybody else. So you need to do your homework on that. End, is Find out if you have a class opportunity to actually get credits, three or four credits for an internship, um, because you've got to take the units, all of that good stuff. Some university programs let you do that, some within your major, some give you up to two or they max it out mm -hmm. at a certain point. So check that out. Two is if the class 
if you're gonna be gone for the semester, you wanna check with your advisor or check with the program that you're working with. Uh, if you can take the classes virtual or if they can at least pause some of them so that you can self-pace. So what does that mean? That means that let's say I'm taking, uh, man, what did I take in college? And I can't even remember. Let's say I'm taking macroeconomics and a uh, art history class and I'm gonna add an internship, okay? Then you wanna be able to check that, can I do the econ and the art class at my own pace virtually so that I'm not quote committed to be in the class Monday, Wednesdays from right. three to 4.30 that time because mm -hmm. that might be critical time for you to be an intern. Right. So there's a, there's a little bit of homework at that end. The majority of our interns usually are able to figure out their a self-paced class so that you have that flexibility. Um, now, you know, there are others where they'll just say, I now, especially during this pandemic, there's a lot of students who um, are forced kind of to show up in a Zoom class right, during the designated time, right? And they're not letting you do like a self-pace. Um, so you need to kind of check that out uh, because for this fall, we're planning on having our global leaders in Washington, D.C. in person. And I think that's just a much better experience overall for, for the for the for the internship. I mean, I would want to be in D.C. Um, I, I don't know if I, I think D.C. is one of my favorite cities and just the network you build, like the relationships that you're going to be able to build, I think, are to me is one of the most important parts. I, I have some more questions. Uh, do you have to be a political science major to apply for this internship? No, and actually the, the people and the students who have benefited the most have been students who are not poli-sci majors. Uh, why is it? Because if you're a poli-sci major, you kind of have usually a kind of a, a, a set career. You know, you're gonna want to campaign, work on a campaign, maybe work with a candidate. There, there's just kind of a, a certain path, right? Um, and the sweet spot for us is students who aren't poli-sci majors. We, we had a we had a student who was studying like marketing and textiles because she wanted to go into some fashion industry. She ended up interning for a member of Congress. She loved it so much that she ended up working for him when she went back home to the district. And years later, she gets married and the Congress show, congressman shows up at her wedding. I mean, you know, it's like- That is awesome. You know? Yeah, you, know? you build those relationships. That's but, it. I mean, at yeah. the end of the day, it's all about relationships. And I yeah. think- um, so important. That, that's great. So essentially, you could be any major. Uh, it's actually encouraged that you're not a, a, a poli sci major. Now, let right. me ask you a question. Yeah, so, so as a follow up to that, when I mentioned earlier that, um, you know, it's open also if you just graduated, because, for example, there's a lot of science majors, engineering, tech kind of fields where you can't really get away for a semester. Yep. So consider that, you know, if you don't have a, a full-time job already spread away, or you have some soft skills or just some kind of other perspectives you wanna learn from and grow, then this would be a perfect internship for you um, because yeah. it's definitely gonna open up different opportunities for you. No, I think I think you're right. I think this is a great way because even during this time, you're applying for full-time jobs, you're building relationships while you're there. And so a lot of that, those relationships could turn into a full-time job. Think about that, your ability to, interview or to work with a member of congress for five weeks that's essentially a five-week interview like like if you oh, can totally. prove yourself yeah. and same thing on the back end right like if you're working with a corporate partner think about if you're able to showcase your skills your work ethic your professionalism 
that would also turn, that is also essentially a five week interview. Yeah. And then, and there's been some other opportunities where people get hired, Yep. you know, before the internship is over. Um, and, and so we've had those, you know, they get hired either on the Hill with a member or they get hired um, with a company um, here in yeah. town as well. So you just, you know, you never, you never know. They're like, there's, those, they're like, to, like to your point, Dan, they're like many interviews and they're like many networking. It's kind of like an opportunity to just keep practicing your interviewing skills and your elevator pitch, you know, and all of that kind of stuff um, while you're in DC. Yeah, let me ask you another question about this because I think it, it, this in, that internship is super interesting to me. Um, do you have to be a Republican or a Democrat or Hispanic? Like, what are the rules? What are the criteria? What are you looking for for applicants? So what we're looking for is uh, we're looking for both Republican and Democrats. Yeah. We don't ask you if you're Republican or Democrat, first of all, okay? That is, that is not even on the application. Um, what's on the application is, and we want to see, is we want to see people who already have this kind of leadership um, skills, desire to grow. Um, you know, are you involved in your community? Are you involved in um, college? Or, you know, what else are you doing that, that kind of shows that leadership? Um, because what, what this program really is about, this is about polishing a rough diamond. This is about polishing and helping you polish some skills. So this is not a program for students who are not doing well in school, be really honest. You know, this is about students that are kind of like, you know, I want to get some different perspectives. I want to grow. It could be a, a mix of I've done the, I've done these classes. I'm doing this in the community, but I really want to figure out how to connect the dots. And, you know, I'm not sure if I want to go to law school. I'm not sure if I want to do this. So if you're not sure about some of that stuff, that's okay. That's okay too. Um, but what we're looking for is students who have an interest and a desire to learn, to grow more, to learn more about themselves, and who already have been doing some type of leadership or considers themselves um, a leader or someone who wants to learn about leadership. Interesting. And um, on, on top of this, like when I, I, well, here's my advice for students, like anytime, like always, anytime that you could go do something or be part of something that they have their best interests is aligned with your best interests is where you want to be. So think about this for a second, right? Um, if I, if I was an intern and I go and I work for, do my internship at Chile, they ultimately, their, their job, what they would look at for success is how successful you are after the internship, right? Do you get a job? Like how, right. what, what impact do you make in the community as after you've gone through the internship? So it is in the, in the organization's best interest, and in this in this case, is in Chile's best interest for you to walk away with the internship with a job lined up with either a congressman or a um, a, a partner, like a sponsor or an, a, a corporation that sponsors that organization, or even go do on other other things. Like so, they're going to invest a lot of their time, resources to make sure that you are successful. And that's what you want. You want people in your corner who are going to push you, that are going to help you be successful. Right. And I think that's why this internship is just, to me, it's such a no-brainer if you are a student that is kind of looking for some leadership experiences, looking for maybe get out of your city for, for a semester. This is a great opportunity to not have to sign a one-year lease. Right. Um, if you've ever even thought about if politics was right for you or not, I think this is going to give you a taste on and give you oh, clarity. Totally 
yeah. on whether it is or not. Right. And, and, and yeah. I think the fact that you're not necessarily looking for people that says, Hey, I want to run for president. Like I knew that since I was growing up, I want to run for president. I think that the fact that this is supposed to some is meant for you to build your leadership skills, give you a taste, a little taste of what Washington has to offer and also allow you to build a network. I think is amazing. Now, my concern as a student would be like, Hey, I'm, I'm not even going to apply because I'm just not going to get accepted. Or like, I'm not even going to apply because this must be like, like too competitive. So why waste my time? Like, can you tell us a little bit more about the application process and kind of how that works? Sure. So uh, the application is online. We ask for a transcript. We ask for two letters of recommendation. It could be a teacher someone in the community, um, you know, just not mom and dad or your tia and tío, you know. Um, and then uh, we also ask for um, a legislative um, analysis. So we want to see your writing. We want, you know, you're going to be writing memos for members of Congress. They're going to send you to a meeting to go take notes for them because they can't be there for the discussion about the latest 5G or you know the latest NASA event or whatever it is, right? Um, so they want they're going to send you to these events to these meetings. So we want to see your writing skills. So that's important. Uh, and then we like we also have like a personal statement, kind of like you're going to have in any kind of other scholarship or college application. So it's also good practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you already have some of those documents together, so you, you go online, you, you complete all that information. There's, there's one thing though, that's a, it's a, a key point is we expect you to also be, and we recognize that you're all, the students are all young adults, in some cases, adults, right? So we're not going to go through and look through the application application and go, oh, Mija, you missed out on section, whatever, whatever redo it no we don't so we expect students to up their game follow through get everything in the system if you miss something you missed it Um, we're not holding your hand for that um and i know in some other programs maybe they call you and they say you missed this page we don't do that we you know we have the portal everything goes through there's been a couple semesters where everybody decides to upload their stuff all you know 15 minutes before the midnight deadline you know and so there is an email that you can send the packet to if you need to, um, but it is a competitive process. So once we get the applications in, we go through, we have a rubric to kind of make sure that the application is complete, uh, checklist done, whoever's completed with that, we go through another process to, to figure out, okay, does this candidate look good? It's got a leadership skills here. We've got this information, the letter of recommendation. Okay, this sounds like, so we start sorting out the, the A-team um, from there. And then we have um, an initial phone interview. Um, and then we've started doing also Zoom interviews after that. And then you get the final notice if you've been accepted to the program. So that's kind of the, the steps. Step by step. Getting in there, yeah. So right now we're listening, like with this podcast is scheduled to uh, go out on March 3rd. Are you, you're looking for fall internships, right? When is that deadline for applying for fall internships? So our deadline for the fall internship program is in April, Um, actually late March, early April. I don't have the exact date here with me right now, Daniel. Sorry, I'm just going to pull that up and I'll uh, we'll we'll definitely put it in the show notes. So um, put that in there. So um, 
We, we do that um, because even though the program doesn't start until uh, late August, early September, we know that for a lot of college students, you need to know before the end of the semester if you've got something planned for the next semester, right? So you yes. can kind of plan ahead and, and do that homework there. Um, so we definitely want to do that and be able to let um, students know before the end of the spring semester if we're expecting you to come into to DC and then start making your travel arrangements. No, I, th this has been amazing. And I'm going to definitely, I'm going to be putting a link to the application process in the show notes, um, as well as if you're subscribed to the email list, you will be receiving all the information on how to apply. Um, Marianne, what is your like last piece of advice that you would want to give the audience? So my last piece of advice, um, specifically to college students um, or recent college students is don't doubt yourself. You know, whatever you feel like you want to do, whatever you want to try, you want to go to a different city, a different country, man, this is, this is the sweet spot in your life. Just do it. Don't doubt yourself. Apply. Put all you can. There's a lot of people out there who are willing to help you review an application and help you through because, you know, this is a once in a lifetime. And um, if you don't really leverage all the opportunities that you can while you're a student and, and you know, take advantage of that man, you're going to miss out. So don't doubt yourself and just go for it. Yeah. My, my last piece of advice leaving uh, all of you listeners here is this. Look, um, if you have ever considered uh, into learning a little bit more about Washington, D.C., the city itself, um, looking for an internship that gives you good leadership skills, ability to learn from both the government side and then the public side, like the government and corporation side, I think this is a no-brainer of an opportunity for you to do. I think um, it, it is going to take some time for you to fill the application, but that's on purpose, right? Like it, it, that's actually should be, you should look at this to be a good thing because the reality is because the application is not as easy as an easy apply button on LinkedIn, it's going to deter a lot of people. But because you took the time to do it, it's going to showcase your the type of character that you have and what you're going to be able to bring to the internship. And so because of that, I think you're going to see that you're going to benefit from it in the long term. So I definitely want to encourage you to plan accordingly, apply for the role, right? And if you have any more questions, feel free to reach out to me about it or, free, or, or reach out to Marianne about it, because I think this is going to be one of those life-changing opportunities that you should take, uh, that you should go for it. And um, don't be intimidated by the fact that it is a competitive internship because the reality is that if you believe in yourself and you go above and beyond on the application, even if you might not get the internship, your effort will not go unnoticed, right? Um, and, 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 and that level of relationship that you're going to be able to build um, through the interview process with people is going to be great. Um, and then the last thing I'm going to do is you're going to miss every shot that you don't take, right? So if you decide not to apply for it, you're going to 100% get a no. Right. And so definitely uh, trust me on this. This is a great opportunity. And I would that's why I'm so excited to even have a whole episode of the podcast to talk about, you know, what Chile does as a whole as an organization and what this amazing internship is. It does like I, I honestly just wish uh, this that I knew about this. I guess it didn't. Yeah. Did I know about this when I was a college student? And, and to be honest, I don't know that I would get accepted because I am a terrible writer. And so I, I lack of that. But maybe <laughs> that would have been the reason why I would have focused so much on improving my writing skills. Yeah. But again, Marianne, yeah. thank know. you so much for being here. You're awesome. You know, I am a big fan. 
And um, I can't thank you enough for the partnership and so glad that we uh, virtually met uh, in 2020. I know, that's crazy. Love you back, dear, and looking forward to seeing some applications from some of the students here and everybody. God bless and take care. See ya. Thank you. Catch you guys all in the next episode. Yeah. You've been listening to the Mastering College to Career podcast. We hope that you enjoyed the show. In an age of short attention spans, this speaks volumes about you. To ensure you never miss an episode, please subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you use Apple Podcasts, we'd love for you to give us a quick rating for the show. Just tap the number of stars that you think that the podcast deserves. Until next time, catch you guys on the next episode.